0: Hi, Aurora with SuperchargedScience.com science learning resources for K through 12, and today we're going to be talking about how you can ring the bell at the end of your homeschooling year, meaning that you know that you did an amazing job, you got all your bases covered, and yes, you can just go, "Whew, that was awesome." So that's what we mean by that. Now, by the way, before I forget, if you're serious about getting this homeschooling thing down, where it's relaxing for you, it's easy, it's fun, it's fun for your kids, you want to go to my website, www.super SuperchargedScience.com, tons of homeschooling resources on there, including a full download of what you need to teach when it comes to science. Because that's actually one area a lot of homeschoolers, you know, they have a lot of trouble with. Because, you know, it's it's uh, it's one thing to do math and to do reading. You know, we have a lot of experience with that. But you know, if science isn't your thing or not your background. You can go and get a uh, in-depth, deep dive, free download at SuperchargedScience.com. Just pick the grade level and it's right there for you, and that's free. So today we're going to be talking about some of the most important things you need to keep in mind as you go through your year, especially when you're doing science with homeschooling. So this is really quick, easy, grab a pencil, just jot these down as we go through them, and we are going to get started. Okay, so uh, first of all, childhood and, you know, schooling in general is not a race. And a lot of people are push, 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 let's do as many activities as we can, and and really just jam pack our kids full of stuff, but there's, uh, you know, so, you want to take a breath and you know you think about why you got into this in the first place Um, you know you're there to experience life with your kids show them how you do life and you just want to start and go slow and steady and be consistent, which is actually tip number two. You wanna be consistent. Whatever you're doing today, you also wanna keep going tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Um, Often a lot of people will front load things. They'll try to cram as much as they can and they will underestimate how much they can do in 10 years versus how much they think they can do next week. And so for example, they'll they'll get super excited about something, they'll be super motivated and then they will cram as much as much activities and stuff and put a ton of energy into it three weeks later they've already fizzled out and they're kinda spiraling and you want to avoid this so the easiest way to do that is to instead stretch out your timeline so it's easier for you to go through the different things that you're interested and excited about, but plan that. You don't have to do, you don't have to eat the whole enchilada. You can just take a bite here. The next day, take a bite here. The next day take a bite here, which leads to the next point, simplify. So if I'm going to start running and I go to the gym, say, or I want to get into shape and I go to the gym, I'm not going to do every single machine. The first day I get there, right? I won't come back tomorrow. Um, So instead what you want to do is you just want to do one thing, and then the next day you do that thing plus one more. And the next day you do that thing and one more, and maybe you can add a little outside time. So maybe you start with math, and that was enough. And then the next day you do a little math, you do a little reading, and that's enough. And the next day you do some math, some reading, and then you've got some outside time, and that's great. And then maybe you might add a baking project next week. And maybe the week after that you start introducing some science. So and this is true specifically in science. Um, So a lot of people will over schedule and they'll they'll plan out the whole curriculum It'll look beautiful on paper and they get three weeks in and they throw up their hands and say forget it I can't do this. It's too hard and you don't want to go down that path at the end of the year you want to ring that bell and say oh that was amazing look at the science journal my kids had tons of fun the journal is packed with uh, with pictures of your kids that are excited they're they're inspired they're curious and they learn more science than you could possibly teach them because they're t- teaching it to you now so that that's what you want right that's the goal so how do you do that well you don't give them a huge chemistry kit and try to do 10 experiments during the day. You know, you just do something small, like maybe a baking project would be a perfect way to introduce chemistry. Something that they're already familiar with, or you might make slime or something that's really easy. And then after they're interested and curious about the subject, and then you start adding more things, like maybe more, um, you teach them how to do the lab write-ups and you teach them how, or you just ask questions. You're like, wow, that bridge held five pounds. How do you think we can change it so it holds 10 pounds now, your popsicle stick bridge, or maybe it holds 15. You know, how do you do that? So just small incremental changes. So you, it, it's not a race, don't go too fast, just pace yourself because this is a lifelong thing. It's it's not just nine months, it's just not just 10 months, It's it's multiple years that you are aiming for and at the end when they leave home, you know you've got the whole package covered. So don't worry about, don't stress about, oh my goodness, what if I'm not doing it right? What if I don't cover the same things they cover in public school? Which leads us to the next point. Um, have you ever heard the story about the um, the two ends off the roast so there was this woman and she uh, she was making Just um, making I think it was uh, maybe Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner and she had this roast and she cut both ends off Stuck it in the oven and cooked it and her husband said hey How come you cut two ends off the roast? You know my my grandmother never did that. How come you do it? and she goes, you know I have no idea. So then she goes back to her mother and she goes, hey mom, how come we cut two ends off the roast? I always see you do that, I do it, but I'm not sure why. And her mom's like, I have no idea. So they go back to the mother's mother, so the grandmother now of this woman, and they ask and she goes, oh, because my pan was too small the roast would never fit so I cut two ends off and then it would fit. So, <laughs> so how does that relate to what you're doing? Just because somebody else is doing it doesn't mean it's right for you. So you wanna, when you start comparing about, oh, am I covering enough science? Oh, am I covering enough literature? Um, you you gotta uh, keep in mind what is it that what's your ultimate goal? Not necessarily what are we doing compared to them because they might be on a different path on a different goal, right? Public school, traditional school, different path. So for homeschooling, you have a lot more flexibility, you can think about, well, what do I ultimately want for my kids? Oh, I want them to appreciate literature. That's what I want. Or I want them to be curious about the world around them. That's going to dictate what kind of science experiments and what kind of science classes you enroll them in. It's going to be very different because they have a different goal. So make sure you're not cutting two ends off the roast and just doing it because everybody else is doing it. And you have absolutely no idea why you're doing it. Um, And so that's actually where we can help. We actually have a full, I have a full online uh, science class, um, science curriculum program for k-12 through 12, and you can pick and choose a lot of people say well What do I need to do I need to go through order a b c d and I need to do one two three four and Honestly, we give you access to two thousand five hundred experiments, and we say build your own Curriculum and a lot of parents feel like it's drinking from the fire hose So we come back and say okay. What are your goals? What's important to you? What are your kids already interested in and and then we help you outline? What parts of the program and you by the end of the year you've actually got a custom-built tailor-built curriculum for you. And so if you're interested in that, you can check out wwwsuperchargedsciencecom slash easy. Like, wow, that was so easy. superchargedsciencecom slash easy. And um, there's a video there that will explain how the whole thing works. So if you're interested in that, take a deep dive in getting this whole thing done. You can check that out. Okay. So uh, the next point, yes and no. <laughs> Whatever you say yes to also has a no in it. So when you say yes to basketball practice, you might be saying no to swimming. Um, I know when I say yes to my kids' track meets uh, and other uh, gymnastics schedule, I am saying no to family dinners and family time. So I have to be super clear. My yeses are yes and my nos are no, and it's what I want. And so when you are picking a curriculum, when you are designing what you're doing during the day, even when you you're you're just free flowing throughout the day. Whatever you say yes to, what do you say no to? And so you want to make sure it's in alignment with what's important to you and what's going to move your kids along towards the ultimate educational goals that you have. Okay, just a couple more. You ready? Minimize distractions. So my kid's study space is clear and free of clutter. It is a desk. It has a drawer, and that's their space. Uh, we also have a designated area for electronics. Electronics are, do not have the free run of the house. There is one one um, room in the house where the computers are, the laptops, the iPads, the you know whatever it is they need to do their projects is. Um, is only in this room. So when they do video production or whether they're um, writing papers for school, it's in this one area. Doesn't mean they can't brainstorm and have ideas at other areas of the house. But when they are working on electronics everything's in there. We don't have um, a television for example There's no TV in our house We actually when we have family movie night We use a projector and we project it on the wall Which is great because the projector is like this big and it fits in a drawer And so I don't see a big black box on the wall and the kids love it because they feel like they're at the movies Because the screen is humongous bigger than I would ever want a screen in my house But it works because we have this big white wall uh, people ask hey, how come there's no art? And I was like well, <laughs> that's our movie screen <laughs> So okay, so minimize distraction um, and that also includes distractions, so when kids study with earphones in, um, that's also, that can be a distraction depending on what they're listening to. Um, and so you want to take a look at that and make sure that what they're listening to is empowering and not dividing their attention because they will be much much less productive. Um, okay, it takes a village, doesn't it? <laughs> okay, so don't do this alone! There are tons of resources, tons of people out there that are excited about, and passionate about their their, whatever their thing is, whether it's art or music and they love to share it with other people and so um, Collaborate there are often groups that you can form with other moms to keep the minimum You know because you know, you don't want to spend a fortune on this kind of thing um, And you can collaborate and do different things. Um, so it does take a village. Don't take it on yourself. Don't forget about that one um, I'm actually the one that I, I always think I can do it all and and I'm really surprised when I don't so <laughs> It's always, it's always interesting to watch me as I kind of get out of this again. I'm like, Oh, that's right. I I can't do it all. So, okay. Uh, in fact, my husband one time had asked me, he says, Hey, what kind of kid were you in school? He says, I bet you did all your homework. Didn't you? Like you turned in every assignment. And I (laughs) looked at him and I was like, you mean there was a choice? (laughs) Like, of course I turned in all my assignments. I'd stay up to two o'clock in the morning, finishing that paper if it was due the next day and I hadn't done it yet. Um, And so I didn't realize that, you know, you could not turn it in. So (laughs) I'm still under the, my belief is um, there's always a way. And so I've managed to make that happen, but that's not necessarily healthy. I do, value sleep more now than, you know, writing term papers on the life cycle of a frog. Okay, Um, a couple more. Uh, So when kids ask specifically in science, now this one happens in science all the time. I see parents just fumble and struggle with this one. Kids will come up to you and say, I have this idea, blah, 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 and whatever it is. You know, what happens if you mix chemical A with chemical D? You know, it doesn't say it in the directions, but can I do it? Um, or what if we make this roller coaster track even higher? Or what if we, you know, add five fins instead of three? And so they're asking you things. And this is where parents go wrong. They sit there and they actually consider the question. And they'll be like, well, if you put five fins on, that means that this will happen and this will ha-, And that's not what the kids are asking. The kids are asking, can I try it? So they're going to be asking, it's going to sound all kinds of, um, it's going to sound strange. Lots of different ideas they're going to have. They're like, oh, what about this? And what about that? And, and, and instead of making you run in circles for the answer, your, your best answer is, I don't know, let's try it. Okay, now this pre, uh, this assumes that you are not letting them, you know, play football in the street. So we're not talking about that. Keep them safe. Um, but we are talking about, for the most part, most of the science experiments they're going to be doing, I don't know. Try it. What does it look like if we put, you know, 17 fins on and they're all at an angle? Will it spin when it goes up? I don't know. Try it. So that's an easy one you can do. It encourages the kids to answer their own question, and pretty soon they stop coming to you. And instead, with those questions or with those Um, exclamations are gonna be sounding like look what I figured out so they're gonna stop asking you eventually and they're gonna say hey check this out check this out because I already knew mom you're gonna say I don't know try it and so I did and this is what happened and that's what you really want because that's where the confidence comes inside for the kids to trust their own intuition and roll with it and fix their own problems and that's what we want okay so um, and of course if you're not sure about chemicals of course don't ever just say just try it Um, you need a someone who knows what they're talking about Um, and that's actually one of the great things about our program I actually tell you specifically yes you could mix this set of chemicals together do not mix these in fact one lady um, said well I didn't really think you were serious she called me I was surprised she actually called and told me what happened I might have been too embarrassed in her situation but she (laughs) she called and she says, well, I know you said don't put this and this together and don't throw it in the trash. You told me how to do it, but I, yeah, I didn't really think it was that important. Uh, I was really surprised when the trash caught on fire. <laughs> So, our kids got a really good lesson in A, following directions, and hey, that B, you know, moms also make mistakes, and also how to put out a fire. So um, every experiment in chemistry, I think there's like 700 of them or so, in my online science program tells you exactly what to do, how to prepare the chemicals, how to store them, how to manage the waste when you're done, uh, what to do with the chemicals when you're finished with the experiment, all that's laid out, you have to follow the directions. Okay. Uh, I don't know, let's try it. Make sure you make uh, use of lots of your books and your resources. Um, my kids read all the time, sometimes too much. If there's such a thing, uh, my daughter will finish three or four, uh, like two to three hundred page books in a day. And so she's um, she's quite ravenous that way. Um, and I encourage her to go outside more as, as well and take the books with her. So, okay, um, last one, remember why you're doing it and that will get you out of bed in the morning with a big cheerful smile on your face, it will keep everybody in your family culture happy and excited and just loving the life that we have been given here. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, If you like this and you want more go to superchargedscience.com. If you want me to help teach your kids science so you know your science is totally handled this year and you've got this custom-made curriculum for your kids at the end of the year. Go to science.com slash easy. Like, wow, that was so easy. There'll be a video there. You can watch it. It'll show you what the program is, what it covers and uh, what kind of kids it's best suited for. You can try it out. All of our uh, programs come with a 30 day money back guarantee. So you're welcome to try it anytime. All right. I hope this has been helpful. I will see you next time. Take care.